Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, this is Janny from Fancy Football Scout and you're listening to my team selection. If you'd like to watch live, the stream happens on YouTube every Wednesday. So if you're interested, just search Fancy Football Scout. Thanks for listening. Everyone, welcome to the first Janny team selection of the new season. It's come round already, Janny. You're putting yourself through it again. 38 weeks, looking at your team, analysing your moves, looking at your... Oh, you had a good season last year, poor season the year before. How are you going to do this year? Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping for a good one. I, it does get harder every year. There is no question about it. You only have to look at the views of content creators' videos to realise there are more engaged managers. With YouTube views, you look at Twitter following or, or Twitter following audience audiences going up. Can't get my words out. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, I'm back for a third season in a row. Maybe a fourth doing team selection. I can't remember if I did two with Andy or not. But yeah, great to be back again. I almost feel like I need to put out one of those tweets that because everyone's doing them at the moment, aren't they? Like delighted to announce I've signed for Scout again <laughs> or something like that. Like I'm not one for those tweets, but I feel like it's a pretty big deal that we're doing this again because yeah. it's my favourite time of the week. Oh, how nice! I mean, you're everywhere at the moment. You're doing you're on different videos. You're like doing the Premier League stuff. You're you know your your stock is high. It's it's good to have you back. Yeah, let's hope I have a good season or it will uh, all <laughs> we'll crash down. <laughs> <laughs> That's normally how it works. Uh, before we get into the video, let's talk about a new uh, partnership between Fantasy Football Scout and Spitch. You might have seen Spitch mentioned. You might have seen Gianni, uh, you know, playing football with, with Harry Redknapp um, and co, which was amazing. Um, for anyone who doesn't know uh, what Spitch is, it's essentially a new fantasy game with a free-to-play version or a paid-for version with different prize pools. There's quite a few differences between it and, yeah. and FPL, which I think is is quite exciting. Gianni, I'll let you I'll let you take it away. What what can we expect from, from Spitch this season? Yeah, I... I've been playing the game for six months just to to put it out there. And I think by game week one, I'd like to think there'll be a huge amount of FPL managers that really know about this, this, this game, this app. And it is very different to FPL, which is quite nice. It rewards way more things than FPL. So FPL, our currency in FPL 
mainly is clean sheets, goals, assists, right? Well, Spitch is a little bit more like the bonus point system in the respect that bonus point system in FPL is like 32 metrics, but we only see very few points going towards bonus. Well, the Spitch system is mainly like that. It rewards things like recoveries, interceptions and tackles and throw-ins. So it's way more complex, which means your DMs and your centre-backs also come into play. Because in FPL, we definitely discard DMs unless they're on pens. And even then, we don't really pick Jorginho. And centre-backs, we kind of used to pick, but we don't pick much anymore because there's full-backs um, and wing-backs that get so many attacking points. Well, Spitz rewards things like clearances and interceptions and tackles, which centre-backs do really well for. So your DMs and your centre-backs come into play, as well as all the others, so, yeah, it's it's a complex game, which is really fun, especially if you're into your data and your numbers. Mm. Well, the flip side of that is they also penalise um, things yeah. quite heavily as well. So, obviously, in FPL, you've got the red cards and things like that, but you, you miss penalties. Um, you know, like faults is an interesting one, just general, like, errors that, that players make in a game. Fouls are, are penalised, shots off target. So, there is a, yeah. a, there is quite a complex scoring system to this for the people that want to kind of dive dive into it a bit more. Um, I think it's, it's, it's really exciting and, and really cool and something different to anything else kind of out there i mean the yep. um the key thing for me as well is there's some other differences in terms of there's no captain for example yep. um we talked about the season long uh, game which is this so it's a, a five pound um, entry or there's a free version as well um but essentially you you pick a team each week so it's like a free free hit team each week um, and it's your best five scores throughout the whole season yep. so if you were to join in game week 33 for example you could still win it because you could have five blinding last game weeks and, and still come through. So you're not penalised by missing maybe the first few few seasons. So you can, you know, play for free, see if you like it, and then head over to the uh, the paid-for version as well um, if you do. Uh, free season mode, £2,500 in the prize pool just for, for signing up. So it's really yeah. cool. We're going to be talking about it each week. Um, if you head to the description, you'll find a link to the app as well. Download it, give it a try. Let us know in the comments what you think about it. Um, again, I think, I think it's really cool and, and something completely different to anything else that's out there so really looking forward to seeing how it grows and, and develops um, over the coming season yeah I think it's here to stay which is great because because like it's something that I want to play all season like last season when I started playing the season long game wasn't around so mm. I was playing the weekly games and every Friday I was doing my spitch team but I went to my FPL team I did them hand in hand but now I can play the season long game and I've got a better chance of winning it if I'm engaged through all 38 weeks. But of course, you can come along in game week 30 and go, I want to play the season long game because it's taken an average of your best five game weeks. You can still enter. So many give up in season long games, whatever, on FPL or any any type of fancy game. They give up in September, October if they've got off to a bad start. This keeps you engaged, which is quite nice. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, check it out. Check out the description. Um, download the app and and give it a go. Right. Let's no further ado. Then let's go straight into your team. We've kept yep. you on the on the back burners, really. Um, obviously, we've been doing all the the team reveals uh, for Scout. You'll notice that Janny was a notable omission. That's because we wanted to save it for this this stream. Um, yep. Hopefully, you like the uh, the thumbnail, the reaction shots. Janny sent me uh, about ten or fifteen different reaction shots. Uh, depending on <laughs> what his game week's going to be like. So you've got to see how he's done, basically, from that. There's going to be some brilliant ones, there isn't is, there? There is, there, is, there, is some, <laughs> there is some absolutely excellent ones. Um, so for the benefit of the podcast listeners, uh, Janny's team at the moment, and it is a bit different. I was quite happy to, to get this team through. Uh, it's Ramsdale in goal. It's Trent, Cancelo, Perisic and Doherty, double Spurs wingbacks. Uh, it's Martinelli, Salah and Bailey. And then up front, it's Darwin Nunes, Gabriel Jesus... And Harry Kane. So, triple Spurs, triple Liverpool, triple Arsenal. 
<laughs> loading up on three teams. Yeah, like, I mean, if you look at that starting 11, everyone plays for a, a, a big 5-6 team um, or other than Bailey. So, yeah, like, it, it, it's big there if you include Arsenal in, in outside the big four. Last year's top five, Arsenal finished fifth, didn't they? Um, so, yeah, like, obviously there's a few question marks over this team, but there's also a lot of locks. The, the, the players I'm doubting is Kane or Haaland's a big one. Darwin could come out if I bottle that punt. Um, I need prep, uh, the press conference from Klopp to think if he says anything about Firmino starting and that, that could I could buckle under the pressure. But I still think 30 minutes of Darwin versus Fulham is still a good thing. And then the, the keeper, again, I'm not 100% on Ramsdale because I could move down to a 4.5 knowing Ward has become a player in, and we think Ward will play game week one for Leicester. Therefore, Ward with a 4.5 could rotate well, for example, Sanchez. Um, but other than that, like I'm pretty sold on most of this team. I don't see many changes. Kane Harland is the big one, possibly the keeper, possibly Darwin. But other than that, I think I'm pretty locked. I mean, I haven't seen any teams with with Perisic and, and Doherty. I mean, for, for yeah. quite a few people, Perisic on his own is is too big a gamble. Um, yeah. I know you've been talking him up. You're a huge fan of him, obviously, from, from Italy. I've got him in my side at the moment, I think I'm pretty much set on that. I, I think you're probably the same as me. If he lines up in that last preseason game, yeah. he's in. And there he was, played 70 minutes. And he minutes. played 70 minutes, yeah. He did. There was, there was some comments from, from Conte which weren't amazing. I think he did sort of say something about his fitness and, uh, you know, those kind of downplayed it a little bit. But yeah. from what I've seen of him, even in preseason, he is so much better than Sessegnon in yeah. just about every single regard. And that's no disrespect to Sessegnon. I think obviously he's a, he's a very good player. But Perisic is... You know, almost world class. Well, he is world class, isn't he? He's a Croatian yeah. international, done it all. Scored in a World Cup all. final, I think. Exactly. So yeah. I don't so think I mean, there's any doubt that Perisic is going to be the the main man in that left wing back spot, and it's purely just whether we whether I started with him or not, and I'm in the same boat as you. But going for the double up is interesting. Yeah, what's you Matt Doherty doing in there? Do you know what I I had the double up two weeks ago? And then I took Dotty out because he missed a friendly. And then I said to myself, if both play 60 versus Roma, they'll be in my game week one team. And against Roma, they lost 1-0. <laughs> um, but Dotty came off at like 64 and Perisic 75 or something. They both made it to 60. And I was like, nope, they're going back in both of them. And then I was flirting with the idea of just Perisic and thought the only reason I'm not going for the double up is because the idea of owning of too many eggs in one basket. That's ridiculous. Like, look at them individually in their own right. In the five million defenders, do you want Doherty, Trippier, or Luca Dean? They're my or Kyle Walker. They're my options. And forgetting the fact I own Perisic, Doherty is my first choice by a country mile. If the guy plays 60, which I think he will more often than not, especially to start the season before Jed Spence becomes a thing. Um, I want him on my team. These Spurs fullbacks are more attacking than any other team. And I include Chelsea in that. Like the Tuchel system, he loves Chilwell and Reese getting forward. But arguably, these Spurs fullbacks, wingbacks are even more attacking. And I think Perisic will potentially break the game. Like I think his ownership is going to be 50% plus in the next couple of weeks if he scores early. But Doherty is 1% owned as. 1%. He's, the, he's, he's definitely the first choice. Lucas will only play right wing back when they're chasing games because there's been a lot of said, oh, rotation risk. There's Lucas, there's Jed Spence, there's Emerson Royale. So Lucas will only play the very end of matches if they really need a goal. At right wing back. Um, Jed Spence is going to take a lot of a lot of time on the grass before Conte puts him in the 11. A lot of time. I'm thinking game week five, six, seven onwards for when he'll be considered. He's not at a pre-season. And Emerson Royale 
is pretty weak and Conte likes him in terms of a safe pair of hands, but against weak opposition, there's no way he's going to go Emerson Real over Doherty if they're both fit. Emerson Real could play some of the tricky games against better attacks. Chelsea game week two, I don't mind if Doherty doesn't play game week two. I can sit on my bench for that one. I want him playing against Southampton and Wolves in three and Nottingham Forest in four, and I think he will. I guess the danger of Doherty is you kind of feel like he's one or two bad games away from, yeah. from being dropped, right? Because there's so many options there. Whereas True. at left wing back, you know, Regulon's... Is Regulon gone? Or is he still hanging he's around? Still, he's still there. I don't think he's had a look in pre-season. I don't think he no, went on the tour. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think Conte likes him at all. But you, you think Perisic is, is definitely the top of that pecking order. Sessignon can fill in kind of where, you know, if and when. But Perisic yeah. could, could have a couple of bad games and he's still going to be trusted. Whereas Doherty, he needs... I mean, he was so poor originally uh, yeah. and, then, and then suddenly just just came into it. he's had this injury I'm a little bit concerned I mean to me Walker at five with, Cuc- Safer. with Cucurella now leaving for for Chelsea or what yeah. it looks like he's leaving for Chelsea I'm looking at Walker at that five million and I think there's some good five million options I think Doherty's up there definitely but with Gabriel yeah. with Walker with Dean and Cash Zinchenko yeah Zinchenko as well I think having that five million trips yeah and Trippier is absolutely is so many I think having that five million slot is is really nice. You just need to be careful that Dodgy's price doesn't go down, maybe, if he does miss out on games. Yeah, well, the good thing is that 1% owned, he shouldn't go down much because no one's got him to affect those transfers out. That's but true. And you've I, got money in the bank. That was the other thing I wanted to mention. 0.5 million in yeah. the bank. I mean, looking at your team, it's hard to know where you could upgrade. I mean, Bailey to Neto, that would be popular. A lot of people going for Neto, but I guess you're banking on Bournemouth's problems at the back and Villa yeah. being feeling quite strong. But having that 0.5 is a bit of a safety net, isn't it? For things like that, in case prices do go, do change. Yeah, because I'm still in two minds if I'm going to book in that transfer between Kane to Haaland in game week two. Um, and if I go with Kane, I'll very likely be booking in a transfer or I go for Haaland in the off. But if I am booking that transfer in, then because of rises and stuff, it's nice having a bit of buffer in the bank. Um, but yeah, I... Originally, this team without Doherty was Reese James and then a 4.5 keeper. So it had zero in the bank. And I thought, do I want Doherty and a five keeper or 4.5 James and money in the bank? And I think that's my answer. That's the one I want, the latter. So, yeah, at the moment, there's no massive upgrades needed. I guess if I took Darwin out for whatever reason, that could reshuffle the cash and therefore I might have that, that could change things. But at the moment, I think in terms of the price points I'm at, the formation I'm at, I think it will just be the personnel that changes. For example, the keeper or Harry Kane. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Let's talk about Nunez because yeah. he's a very high risk. He? I mean, he was he was in no one's team at the start of, of preseason. There was that video that went round of him missing some open goals in training and, and in matches, and it was like, oh, he's rubbish. Look at what Liverpool have done. Blah blah blah. Yeah. His stock's been on the rise. I mean, Jota got injured um, as well. He scored obviously off the bench in the, in the Community Shield. You know, the a lot of people still going for Diaz, but then Robertson is popular. So there's kind of a 50-50 split there. You've gone the opposite way, though. I am seeing Nunes creeping into a few teams. Late rise has got him. Is, is hot no, I think he's sold him already. I think oh, he's he flirted with him and then binned oh. him off. And I, I, I saw a few people off the back of that do it, and they've all binned him off now. 
He's, he seems to me like quite a flirty player, but not someone who I'd want to commit to, you know, someone that I'd want to, you know, have a dance with, maybe a bit of a kiss at the bar, buy him a drink. But then when it comes to, you know, let's go out for a meal, it's like, mm, not quite sure I'm ready, ready for that, Darwin. Yeah. Uh, but you're you, you committing, you know, you you're taking him uh, out for a. Yeah. Slap and, up unless do you know what? I I think there's a good chance for me. No starts like he started the community shield. There's a good chance for me. No starts against Fulham. If he does, Darwin's still going to feature. And yeah, it seems silly to pick someone that's just going to get 30 minutes. Now, I think there's still a very good chance Darwin starts. I'd probably rate it at 60-40, right? It, it could swing either way. And a lot are saying 90% likely for me, no starts. I don't think it's that clear cut. Um, but against Fulham, with half an hour to go, like against City with half an hour to go, I still think he can get points. And then he can play against Crystal Palace at home, um, again, which is an okay fixture. And even United, it's not a bad fixture. And then it's Bournemouth and Newcastle. Like We know how good Liverpool's fixtures are. Now, they're very good for Robbo and they're very good for Diaz too. But for me, the guy out of all, the, all three of those players with the highest ceiling, and I'm all about high ceilings, I think is Darwin in, in any individual game. And I just want that one fun, explosive, high ceiling pick. And I always try and do this with FPL teams, whether it's mid-season or not. As template as... My team could look with some players and there is a core template and it's it's there with same as every team. I'm bored of the absolutely 11 men template and there's no way I'd ever, I don't like, that's not how I like to play the game. That's not saying it's the wrong way to play the game. Christ, those that are on templates often do well. It's the template for a reason. And I don't want to pick Darwin just to go against that, but I'm looking at it going, no, I want a fun, explosive, high ceiling pick. And I think he's absolutely that. The fixtures are there. He's an elite finisher. Last season tells us that. I think his XG was something like 15, 16, and he got 25-odd goals from that. Um, so re very, very good finisher. And I think he'll get a huge amount of big chances because when he plays for Liverpool, unlike Bobby or Jota, he stays in between the goalposts. He's a poacher. Yeah, I think. Well, I think you've half and halved your team. Quite interesting. And, you know, I think Ramsdale, Trent, Cancelo, uh, Salah, Jesus, they're the kind of... Yeah, standard ones. But then, you know, you look at Perisic and Doherty, that double up. I mean, that's risky, both both sides, as we've talked about. I think Martelli yeah. at the moment looks nailed on. Smith Rowe is, is a doubt for the first game and he's been playing pre-season. But, you know, there could be some rotation that, that comes yeah. through in there. Uh, I know he's very template, but I still think there is a bit of a risk with him. Bailey, again, great pre-season. Um, could be out of the team. It gave me one. You, you never know. Yeah. Sometimes pre-season form doesn't translate. Darwin's a bit of a risk. And then you're going for this Kane... Holland switch to you know to, to make that you know to, to try and chase the ceiling right you want you want a, yeah. a Spurs attacker in, in game week one and then you want to get the Man City one in, in two so it's a very high ceiling team you've, you've kind of you're going for it I mean it could yeah. be a wild card in game week two or three but it could also be you know really really high up in the ranks I like it yeah yeah and I might I might take a little step back and the step back I don't think is ditching the double Spurs fullback so I'm pretty sold on that and I don't want the step back to be Darwin unless Klopp says something really anti him starting as, as long as I believe he's got a 40-50% chance of starting which at the moment I do I'll I'll punt on Darwin but the Harry Kane one's interesting I could go I know I'm making that transfer game week two I've already got double Spurs attack in my two defenders not covering Harry Kane you can't carry cover Harry Kane unless you're buying Son like arguably those two cover each other because one assists the other other than that you can't cover him but I could go from the off I go Haaland because I won in game week two and then I'm saving that transfer at least so I wouldn't be surprised if this team looks exactly like this but with Haaland on Friday yep 
Uh, just before we go into some of the players that you're missing, notable omissions, uh, just to say, um, if you're enjoying this video and you look forward to watching Janny each week, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you drop us a like, leave us a comment as to what you think about his game week one uh, team as well. Uh, like we said, I'm looking forward to doing these uh, across the whole season. I think I'm, I might be putting myself in the hot seat as well. I might be doing a, a short team reveal on a oh, Thursday. I love that. Um, just, just on my own. It's always worse when you're with someone because I can kind of grill you a little bit. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think, I think I'll just well, I'd love you to one. do it on this, on this, on this video. But yeah, one, it will be too long, and two, we'll just be at each other. <laughs> I so bet you better. would. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm gonna, gonna deliberately just do it on my own. Then I can't um, argue. Maybe yeah. I will even pre-record it. I don't even get the live chat comments. You know, it's, it's. Uh, I'm not, I'm not as. Um, as ballsy as, as you, I don't think. Love that, mate. Love that. And <laughs> and when you say um, subscribe and like and stuff, like genuinely, if you like this video, do give us a thumbs up because I don't get YouTube and algorithms as, and you, you know that. But I do understand that the more likes we get, the more people that see this video and that helps build our community. So if you actually do like what you're seeing, take that three seconds out or 0.3 seconds out to hit the like button. All about likes, all about comments. That's why all the YouTubers ask for them all the time. Oh, comments too. Okay, comments too. Yeah, yeah it all it all boosts it all boosts you up the up the ranks. So yeah, I mean, you know, the more the more comments we get, the more likes we get, the more videos we can do. You know, yeah. it's, it all it all snowballs. So yeah, but we really appreciate everyone's support for, for all the stuff on on the channel so far. Um, yeah, like I said, let's talk about some of the players that you haven't got then. Uh, so yeah. first, let's talk about Chelsea. Chelsea defence. Yeah. Difficult with, with Chelsea. I mean, you're a Chelsea fan. You haven't gone for Mount. You love Mount. You haven't gone for Sterling. I'm taking that punt. You haven't gone for any of the, the wing backs that you speak so highly of. Yeah. What's the thinking there? Yeah. Uh, the two Chelsea assets, are, three Chelsea assets I really like for game week one, but you just can't have them all, is is Reese Mount, and, and actually Sterling. I think Sterling could be a really, really good asset. And the beauty of having a Darwin means I can get to Sterling fairly easily because I've got money in Darwin, who could be a sellable asset, right? He's 9 million, Sterling's 10. Um, so different position, I know, for those going, oh, he's a forward. Yeah, two moves, you can get anyone. I'm never fixed on like positions and stuff. Two transfers, you change your formation very easily. And we do it all the time. Um, Reese James, I really, really like, but I am worried he will get some game time at right centre-back. hudson Adoy's had a good pre-season and can play right wing-back. Azpilicueta's only getting older. The signing of Corella is good for Reese James because it means Koulibaly can play right centre-back instead of left centre-back. But even so, I, I do worry about, some of the opponents Chelsea have, for example, they play Leicester game week four, Spurs game week two. Against Leicester in the past, Reese has marked Vardy and played right centre-back. Against Spurs before, I think he's played right centre-back to keep an eye on Son. So I wouldn't be surprised. And I just don't think Chelsea have looked brilliant pre-season to, to really go be confident on them. They, they played well against Udinese last Friday. That was their best performance. And Mason Mount and Sterling linked so well. And that's really good signs for England and Chelsea. And I do think Sterling and Mount will both become very good options for Chelsea. And potentially when those fixtures get way better in like game week four, um, and maybe when we're wildcarding, we'll be looking at some of the Chelsea assets. But until then, I think I'm okay just to monitor it. Like for me, I don't have an 8 million midfielder. If I did, I do think it would be Mason Mount if mm. it wasn't Luis Diaz, the third Liverpool asset. I do think I prefer Mount to the City lads, to Kulu and to Saka. But I can't get an 8 million mid. And I could, but that would mean swapping out Martinelli. And I don't, I think Martinelli is really good value. So yeah, no Mount. No Sterling and no Reese James, who's forty percent owned. So if Reese if Reese bangs and he has got the high ceiling, that can cost you. But I'm happy going without. 
Yeah, I mean, the 8 million mids was, was going to be my next question. Uh, obviously, Diaz is really popular. You can't have him because you've, you've got the triple up with, with Darwin instead. Uh, yeah. Saka, you've, you've gone for Jesus and, and Martinelli and Ramsdale, so you haven't got the spot for, for him either. Kulu, yeah. you couldn't have him either because you've got the three the three Spurs players. So it's only really Mount in the in the 8 million bracket or maybe like a Mares or a, or a Foden. Foden. Your boy Foden, is he someone I that you about? Oh, uh, so the reason I wanted an 8 million mid for game week one was so I can switch to Foden game week two. And that would mean I don't have to have Holland. I can have Kane. But watching Holland in the Community Shield just made me want Holland. I know he kept missing big chances, and his XG was one point five. But what I needed to see in that game was him start, tick, play more than sixty minutes, tick. I think he got ninety, tick, and then get some big chances. Now, ideally, he scores them. But what I really want to see in nines is actually chance creation because when you're an elite finisher, you know they'll end up scoring. You just want to see them getting the chances. Like Lukaku last year, if I'd start seeing him get loads of chances, I'd have bought him in my team. But we never even saw the chances, not the goals either. So we didn't move there. But Haaland, sure, City have got to adapt. And there was a few times where you look at his runs and go, why wasn't he getting the through balls? We saw that in the first half a few times. But that will come and he's still getting big chances. West Ham have got a few injuries at the back. And Bournemouth game week two, I know he'll be, I want him in my team. So the fact I'm going to have Hall in game week two, possibly game week one, meant I was okay dropping the 8 million midfielder slot because I, I, I don't necessarily need Foden if I've got Haaland. I'm happy with one City attack for the time being. But Foden will, Foden will be a starter, absolutely. We saw him come in the Community Shield, looked amazing. He's Pep's boy. Pep loves Foden. Whether he's playing left or right, he will, he, he will, be, he will start, I think, 28 of the 38 Premier League games. Like, unless he's injured, maybe more. Where, where, where do you think he, he most likely lines up? On the, on the right or the left? Re- I, think, I, I find it really hard to not... He wants to play right, is yeah. my understanding. Yeah, and he, he, we saw him play right, the, not last season, but the season before that, and he finished the season really well on the right, and they got to the Champions League final, I think, um, that season. Yeah, it's the season Chelsea beat them in the final. Um, I think he'll play left because I think... I don't think Pep's absolutely sold on Grealish. He bought him up. He, he's always first sub when Grealish starts. And Foden came on the community shield and looked much better than Jack. So, and we know Alvarez can play on the right as well. And again, he's someone that could be a really in demand player. If he starts getting starts, mm. we know Pep wants that work rate, that pressing game that Jesus used to give. And he said Alvarez does the same. Well, Mares doesn't do it. So, again, I would be going nowhere near Mares this season because I just think he's. Yeah, the minutes are way too risky. I think Grealish will get more minutes than Mahrez, but I think Foden gets more minutes than both. Yep, good. Um, okay, so before we finish, how many... I mean, we're both at Fest on, on Friday. Uh, obviously, if you haven't got your ticket yet and are thinking about it, just calm. It's going to be such a good such a good night. Yeah. Really looking forward to it. Uh, doors open at four o'clock um, on Friday. Hey, um, as about that, you don't know this because we tweeted it when we've been on when we've been talking. This is pre-recorded, but as part of that night on Friday, Spitch are going to give away a trip to New York for one winner. How amazing is that? Whoa. That's for the um, that's for the New York Fest, right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so it's a trip with me, Mark. Oh God, and Ed. Oh <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> can yeah, we can so- we can we click, can we take cash value instead? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna be fun. It will be part of the Spitch game on the night, which will be picking eleven players from Arsenal and Palace, and then we'll be able to give the winner the winning prize out at ten pm. Wow, that, game's that is that is really cool. That is really yeah. cool. Yeah. So no, I can't wait for that. So yeah, we might see you at Fest, guys. Yep. See you all at Fest. Well, my question to you, Jenny, is when the deadline comes. Oh um, God. 
at 8 p.m. 8 p.m. on Friday? 6.30. 6.30? Oh, God. I should have clued up on. Is it 6.30? I thought it was later. Yeah, because there's a game at 8, isn't there? That's right. Of course it is. Game's at 8. Um, deadline at 6.30. I'm so, I'm so out of the loop. I need, <laughs> I need it back. Uh, how many of these players, how many of these 11 or 15 uh, are locks? Who can you put the little lock emoji next to? I from the eleven, actually, I think I don't think the subs will change. Gilmore could change. Let's talk about the eleven. Yeah, um, I think eight. The only ones that aren't are nine is would be Kane or Holland. So Kane's not locked. Um, Darwin isn't locked until the press conference. Whoa. And with that, if I sold Darwin, that could affect yeah. Ramsdale and that could affect Doherty. But I, I'm pretty sure. I could put a lock emoji on Doherty, Perisic, Cancelo, Trent, Martinelli, Bailey, and Jesus, and of course, Salah. Okay, good. I'll remind you of that when everything changes. Yeah, um, yeah. 10 minutes I'm, before the deadline. <laughs> history shows me that on the Friday, I don't tend to change much because I'm so busy at fest. Like last season, I wasn't even on top of the press conferences because I was preparing. This year at three o'clock, I'll be reading the scout articles to go press conference roundup. I'll be watching Neil's video if I can to make sure I don't miss any nuggets because it's so important. Yep. Awesome stuff. Uh, yeah, so do check out Spitch. We've mentioned it a few times uh, throughout this video. We are genuinely really looking forward to, to getting involved yeah. um, in that, in both the free uh, and, the, and the paid version. Lots of great prizes um, coming, and you can learn all about it on, on these streams and, uh, again, at Fest as well. But there's representatives there from Spitch at, at Fest, isn't there? So we can, yeah. you can talk to them and find there's out gonna be a, There's going to be a, a Spitch football game, which I'm looking forward to. We're going to do a top bin challenge. Oh, God, I definitely won't be winning that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Gianni, it's going to be great doing these again with you uh, throughout the season. Thanks, everyone, for watching, and we will see you very soon.